0: Oh, okay. In the five minutes we have left. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Lord, we just love your presence here this morning. We appreciate your aroha today. You are love itself and our hearts feel full today. We thank you for that great communion word and we love communing with you. Uh, Like John could say, truly, our fellowship is with the Father and with the Son. And Lord, we honour you here today. Lead in your word being preached today. In the message today, we pray. Father, we invite you by your Spirit to move in the congregation today and touch each one of our hearts in Jesus' name for His glory. Hallelujah. Let God be exalted. Let the Lord be exalted in our lives. And He is being exalted. So good to have so many people here in Excite that are dreamers, that are dreaming. I've really appreciated the last month. Dream again. It's been great messages. Reuben hit it out of the park last week. It was just great. Fantastic. I love those who have a vision who can dream. Linda and John and what you're doing. Araha and Anaru. Reuben and Harmony with the worship team. You know, there's Mahi happening out there in the community through the week. Um, um, Wally and Jacqueline, what you're doing. Lance out there preparing people in the workplace. God is moving uh, in and through Excite for the glory of His name. And it is exciting. It is exciting. Dreaming. This year, the theme is Legacy. And this month, strangely enough, our theme is Legacy. Leaving a legacy. Do you think much about the legacy that you're leaving? I wonder. You know, Ruth and I were over at the Duke of Marlborough through the week. I think it was Thursday night having dinner over there with Evangeline and her friend, whose name was Aroha. Yeah, I always notice these things, because God speaks to me through different names and things and events that happen. So we're over there, and we're having a, oh, it's a beautiful steak. But at any rate, we had some wonderful music. Wagyu steak, yeah, it was actually quite cheap. It was very good. It It was amazing. Move on, Paul. No, I want to tell you about the guy that was playing the guitar the classical guitar. I hadn't heard music like that for a long time. And I was quite struck, so I wanted to go up and give him a good tip afterwards. And uh, I got talking to him. I said, uh, you know, that was just amazing. You know, years ago, we were trustees. Ruth and I were involved in the Bab Island Music School and um, here that Ed Stayout started years ago. But Ed died on the Saturday before we had our first church service here. And my daughter Evangeline, which means bearer of good news, was born on the Sunday. And I i didn't tell him all that, but I'm just filling you in. But I said to him, you know, did you know Ed Stout? And he said, he was my teacher. I heard something I hadn't heard for 13 and a half years. This boy had started out. He was in the music school, and he was even t- teaching back in the early time. Uh, and um, Rogan was his name. and a- a- And he was carrying on the legacy that Ed started. This is... And it was beautiful. The way he played it, it's like you're hearing two guitars at once. It's like, it's phenomenal. You've got to be there. And it was very refreshing. And so I got to thinking about legacy. And Ed's, Ed's legacy lives on. He, he had 200 students here in, in, in Kerry, Kerry. But people are leaving a legacy in the natural. But what about you? What legacy are you leaving? What legacy am I leaving? You know, in Acts 4, verse 11 to 13, we read and Peter and John are there preaching and speaking, and they, and they say, this is the stone. They're speaking about Jesus. That's what we're talking about this morning, Jesus. This is a stone which was rejected by you builders, which, which has become the chief cornerstone. Nor is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved." Now, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated and untrained men, uh, they marveled and they realized they had been with Jesus. Just like when I listened to Rogan, I thought, mate, I haven't heard that for years. You know, there's people that when you were with them, you recognize that they've been with Jesus. Are you one of those people that are carrying the fragrance of heaven the love, the araha of our Lord, and sharing it out there in the community with others. Not just in word, by your actions, by your lifestyle, by the way you're living. Glory to God. So this year, Legacy, Ruth's already mentioned the four pillars of excitement that we're excited about. Knowing God. Uh, Knowing life, discovering purpose, and making a difference. Last year, we actually launched Pathways, and I'm really excited. We're all excited about Pathways because now we have a pathway for people who come in the church, get saved, to go through, and it's fantastic. And um, I believe that this year we're going to see a lot of growth through Pathways. We're believing that. And uh, this year we're planning to um, put it on DVD or to film it so that it can be run by various hosts. So Ruben and I don't have to run it every Sunday. But we we don't mind doing that because it's exciting to have people up there, even if there's one person that we can impact and, uh, and help them on their journey and knowing God, knowing life, discovering purpose, and making a difference in this world and becoming a world changer. We're excited about that. This year, we're believing for 50 souls to come to Christ. I mean, not only to come to Christ, but to be baptized and to go through pathways and to start to become established in the things of God. And all of us play a part in that. Let's pray into that. Can you imagine 50 different people from 50 different families over Northland impacted and going back in with the light and love of Christ into those families, into their whare and and just shedding light abroad all over Northland? This is going to happen. Glory to God. We're believing for that. This morning we celebrate over the, that over the last 13 years, whereas we've had a vision to build a bridge to the community, we have done that. We have fulfilled that vision. We have built a bridge to the community. People come to our events. We've done many events over the years. But now we believe that the Lord is leading us into a new season of meeting the needs of our community. Meeting the needs of our community. Ministering Uh, directly to the people in a practical way every day of the week because I see people getting raised up all over Excite that are already doing the mahi out there in the community. Becoming part of social development in Northland and seeing lives being transformed and changed at a grassroots level, making a difference, sharing the araha of God in practical ways. We can't limit our love to for our community, just opening the doors of, the, of a building on a Sunday. We see Excite mobilizing and moving on out. And it's already happening as led of the Spirit of God. And I just honored those people in Excite. And, and I just see them growing day after day, week after week. They're beginning to leave a legacy. You know, a great kauri tree it takes many years to grow up. It starts very small from a seed, but it's continually growing. And our Father in heaven waters it year by year, and it grows up in the forest among other trees. Just like you, man and woman, as trees are growing up here. And it becomes a great kauri tree, and and, and, and it towers above the other trees. And that's what God wants for our lives, each one of us. To be like that, that men and women come and shelter under our branches and find blessing and grace and the araha of God shining into their lives. These people that are serving and excite, and we're proud to be part of them and help them and encourage them. They're people who want their lives to count for the Lord. They don't want to just go through lives and leave their lives and live them for self and for self in each day just selfishly. Thinking about what they want, but they are ones who have been touched by the araha of Christ, and they are the ones who, in return, want to love Him in return by their very actions, their words, and their deeds. And I honour those among us that are, are, are doing that, that are faithful and true, like our Lord. We have a vision to build a large community-based facility to house the current and future ministries of Excite. We've had it in the past. But this year, I feel it's revived again. We have, a, we have in our building account $85,000 towards that. But now this year, I feel that we need to take an offering up later in the year, uh, like a heart for the house offering, uh, for, to supply for our ministries a special offering, but also uh, for a venue one day. And we're believing for that, and we're beginning to plan for that. I feel vision in myself and uh, uh, reviving. And I am looking at the next thirty years and just believing for what can God do in the next thirty years of my life here in Northland? What can I what legacy can I leave? and Ruth leave here in Northland over the next 30 years. You see, we are in this for the long haul. We're not just in this for a day or two or a flash in the pan or fly by nighters or just here for what we can get. We're here for what we can give, for what our Lord can do through us. And we're excited about this. It takes time. It takes planning. It takes faith in our Lord. It takes a lot of prayer. It takes, it takes walking the walk. Glory to God and it's exciting as Ruth says, especially when you're married to a woman like this. She's phenomenal. Is that where was that? Oh, sorry. It wasn't down there. I'm I'm finally gone off the notes. You see, each day we choose to the to live the legacy that we want to leave. And you're living that already. But what does that legacy look like? What does your legacy that you're going to leave look like? Not only with your own family, but in your community, your life. What can God do with one life? What did God do with Billy Graham? Yeah? Praise God. So today as I speak, I want to encourage you to think about leaving a legacy to be involved in what's not only happening in the church, but in the community. And see, God has saved us from the world, but then Jesus said, go into all the world. One minute we've been redeemed from this present evil world, the next minute He's sending us back in because He's empowered us with His love. With His uh, mind, we have the mind of Christ. We're there to serve others. Uh, A a humble mind, a a mind that is willing to lay one's life down for others because that's what the Lord uh, did for us. We've been uh, impacted by His love. His love has connected with our hearts. It has transformed our lives from being selfish creatures into uh, loving creatures, those who are other-centered, those who are willing to go the extra mile for others. So I want to speak first of all today about... A legacy of love, my first point. A legacy of love. God's been speaking to me a lot about this. See, I believe that's what this world needs, the food of the nations, because the other week I was down Kaiwi lakes and Kaiwi, food for the iwi, and uh, feed for the nations. And God was speaking to me. And there was three lakes, and the Kaiwi lake is not the one where the boats are on. One of them's called Kaiwi. The one's called... I don't know the third one, but kai iwi, food for the nations. I believe that food for the nations is aroha. See, one of the three, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, God sent His Son as food for the nations. One of the three, and, 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 and the waves of His love is what people need flowing out from here. Out of our innermost being will flow rivers of living water. But what is that water? It's araha, making people feel accepted, valuing people. Each one of us are made in the image of our God. And so once we connect with His love, it transforms our life. And we lay down our lives and share that araha with others. We serve others. Love is other-centered. Praise God. So it's love for God, it's love for others. 1 John 5, verse uh, 2 says, By this we know that we love the children of God. How do you love your brother or sister? The people of God, people in Excite, people in the community, people in other churches. How? When we love God and keep His commandments. When we love God. Your lifestyle shows whether you not only love God, but whether you love your brother and sister. If you're living a loose lifestyle and just doing whatever you want to please yourself, it's not loving your brother and sister. But if you're serving and you're coming along faithfully and uh, serving one another and serving in your community, it shows you're loving others. See, Romans 13 verse 8 says, Owe no man, anything except to love one another. For he who loves another has fulfilled the law. We have a debt of love to our fellow men, to one another. We can't can't have all of a sudden Christ laid down everything, the great Creator, our Lord laid down His life for us, and then suddenly we're just free to live for ourselves. No. Suddenly that creates in us a debt to do likewise, to love others, those around about us. And it says there in John 13, 35, by this uh, all, all will know that you are my disciples if you have love one for another. So leaving a legacy of love, love is what counts. Jesus didn't just come to love us. He, he came to make us love, to turn us into love itself. He didn't just come to love us. Lord, help me. It's not all about me and all my needs. No. You see, He came to turn us into love itself. People go in search of love in a need-driven way, and it leads to great disappointment and failure in their lives because they're searching for love. They're coming from an empty well, and it's about them. It's not about our Lord. But I ask you, if, you're, if that's you today, and you're still feeling empty, I ask you to consider the Lord Jesus Christ today. I ask you to look off unto Jesus. Not look at yourself, but look to Him in all His glory. The one by who all things were created that were created. Everything was made through Him and for Him. And yet He laid down His life the one who was the Word in the beginning that spoke and created galaxies and this world, everything we look out and see, how beautiful this world is. All the glory of the creation is so beautiful. And let the one who created all that came and lay down his life for us because God, our Father, so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whoever believes in him should not perish in their selfishness but have everlasting life. And I ask you to consider Jesus today. Let Him be your portion. Praise Him. We had a lot this morning about praise and worship. Praise gives birth to breakthrough in our lives. If you look up under Jesus and, and you glory in Him, the Word says, let Him that glories, glory in the Lord, well then, well then it'll be transforming in your life. Look to Jesus. If you don't know Jesus today, if you've never met Him, If He's not your Lord and Savior yet, I I encourage you, I challenge you to trust Him as your Lord and Savior. You can ask Him to come into your heart and in your life and be your your Lord and Savior. Perhaps you've been trying, but now you need to look off unto Jesus and trust Him. I challenge you to trust Him. There was a time in my life when I didn't know the Lord and I came in all my need, uh, so self-centered, So lacking, and I received Jesus as my Savior, and what a transformation that brought. So if you're here today, I want to give you an opportunity to receive Jesus right now as your Lord and Savior. If we could all bow our heads, if that's you, I'm speaking to you. If there's one here today who has not yet received Jesus and made Him Lord of their lives, I just ask you to do that. Put your hand up. If that's you, am I speaking to anyone here? Just give you that opportunity. Because we want souls. We were praying for souls this morning. That's fine. But now, I want us to pray in faith for our community. If there's none here to respond, I want us to pray in faith for our community, for the souls out there that need to receive Jesus. And I want us to pray that prayer, to invite Jesus into one's heart on behalf of those in the community. I want to do it prophetically. We've done it before, but let's do it again. Let's take this opportunity. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me even when I've ignored you. I need you in my life, and I'm sorry for my sin. I ask you to forgive me. I believe that you died and rose again for me. I ask you to come into my heart and be my Lord and Saviour from now on. Amen. And we can do that on behalf of people trusting Lord that you will work, that you will move by your Spirit, Father, and draw people to your Son. We speak that out prophetically, Father, that we might see souls saved throughout Northland for the honour and glory of your name. Thank you, Father. And every one of us daily in our lives you can open your eyes now. Oh, anyone asleep? Just joking. We can we reach out to those daily around about us and minister to people in need, even our friends and neighbours, you know? Yep. Just in a little way. Let God open our eyes just to see what we can do. And I know you're already doing this stuff, you know? But, you know, I've been driving past our neighbours for a few for a little while now and I see one of the big branches of his tree is down on the lawn and the lawn's growing up so I met him the other day just in the driveway and I said look do you want us to bring the chainsaw and cut the tree up oh that would be great so you get there's little things that we could do but just look for that time where you can serve your fellow man your neighbor and it'll make a difference and and then just pray for them and God'll God'll whatever God lays on your heart he's able to bring it about and perform it in their lives praise God So love is really born of God. It has its source in our heavenly Father. 1 John 4 and 7 says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. And everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. Are you a lover in the community? Are you sharing the araha of God? Are you leaving a legacy? Love's legacy out there in the community. Praise God you are. Everyone's saying, yes, that's me. Amen. Glory. Hallelujah. Me too. Hallelujah. <laughs> Sometimes we want, to, want, to, we want he, what he gives, but we don't want to give what he gave. You know? And really, he gave a little bit or a lot. He gave it all. Yeah. We want what he gives, but we don't want to give what he gave. Because it would mean laying down our own selfish lives. But I encourage you to give what he gave, to lay down your life. Except the corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abides alone. But if it die, it, it brings forth much fruit. And wear that corn of wheat just like Christ was himself. Love is a beautiful thing. It has the ability to bring the person that's high up on the mountain of pride down low. And it has, it has the ability to bring the one that's in the valley of despair up higher. It is a great leveling thing in our nation, and our nation needs aroha more than anything today. What ability love has. The greatest of these now remains faith, hope, and love. The greatest of these is love. The greatest of these is love, a legacy of love. Secondly, I want to speak about a legacy of faith. These guys seem to be up there early. Did Ruth really take that much time, did she? Keep going. Keep going. We want to be known for our faith as the people of God. The Bible says, talks about being faithful in the least. And I'm pretty sure that means putting the chairs out, serving in the kitchen, on the welcome team. I'm pretty sure it means just cleaning the toilets. I mean, it could be anything. We've done it all. We don't mind doing it all. Luke 16 verse 10 says, and this is Jesus speaking, he who is faithful in what is least is faithful also in what is much. See, this is a test. Every day is a test to see how faithful you are because God really in His heart has far more for you to have. He wants to give you more. He wants to lead you into more. Our Father wants to see us growing and developing into that great Cody tree. Glory. And, uh, but it carries on to say, he who is unjust in what is least or unfaithful, and they don't even come when they're rostered on or they're not faithful in the little and they can't be bothered. And what is least is it unjust also in much. So you wouldn't want to entrust them with the keys to the kingdom. Glory. But I encourage you, be known for your faith. Not only be known for your love, be known for your faith. Leave a legacy of faith. That after you're gone, people remember you for your faith, for your faithfulness. We read in Revelation, I think it's chapter 17, uh, possibly verse... 14 or 4. They that are with him, with Christ, are called and are chosen and are faithful. That is the very character of the men and women who serve with our Lord Jesus Christ. They're not only called but and chosen, but they are faithful, faithful to him. I just want to acknowledge again those who are sowing faithfully and excite whether it's Lyndon and John with the youth, week by week, missing out on the service here, upstairs, or whether it's Kate and Simon, or it's people in the people in the parent room. People are serving faithfully week by week, and they're leaving a legacy of faith. In the worship team behind us, faithfully serving the amount of hours that go in, even preparing for a Sunday, even on a Thursday night, even through the week, preparing the songs. People are being faithful, and they're leaving a legacy. People's lives are being impacted. These children are coming to Christ. Last year at one Sunday, we had seven children come to Jesus, receive Jesus as their Savior. Kate and Simon are doing a great work in there with the children, sharing the love of God, the Word of God, sowing it into this wonderful soil in the hearts of our children, in the garden of their hearts, and it's going to bring an eternal harvest uh, for the kingdom And they're going to rise up in their generation and be mighty men and women of God who will serve and leave a legacy of love and faith in their generation. So it's exciting what's happening, what God's doing in our lives, isn't it? And as we were talking last month about dreaming a lot, it's important to have a big dream. Don't don't always look at the negative things that are happening through the week. Don't just try and druggle things for this week or this day just to get through tomorrow. No, we're more than conquerors through Him who loved us. See, dreams become God's real estate that He occupies. You see, we are part of real estate. We were made out of the dust. This earthen vessel houses the uh, glory of God. He dwells within me. He lives within me. The Spirit of the living God lives within me. We are God's uh, real estate. He occupies our very being. And when we dream, we give Him more room to occupy. It's time to give him more uh, real estate to occupy. Yeah. Let him start to dream. Start to leave a legacy. Start to have faith in the possibilities that God can do and in, in through our lives. He can do more than we can even ask or even think. He says he can do exceedingly abundantly above all that. In Jesus' name for his glory. Amen. And the third point, we want to leave a legacy that lasts. Not only a legacy of faith, a legacy of love, but a legacy that lasts. You see, the amazing thing is, as I mentioned before, and I want to uh, put this, these verses up again about the Tower of Babel in Genesis chapter 11, verse 5 and 6. When men came together in disobedience to God to build this tower and this city, uh, God had told them to spread out, and they were in rebellion. And this is what it says. And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the sons of men had built. These aren't people of excitement, you know. These aren't uh, necessary believers, you know. These are men of the world. These are those that are living in rebellion to God. And it says in verse 6, And the Lord said, Indeed, the people are one. They're all uniting together. They're putting their hand to do it together. Men have been doing this for years, The whole team to build a uh, Boeing jet plane, 747. Amazing. Spaceships. What men can do when they come together for a common cause? And he says, indeed, the people are one, and they all have one language. And this is what they, be- they begin to do. Now nothing that they purpose to do will be withheld from them. Man, if that's true about non-believers, what's true about us? Yeah, what? They All have one language. What's our language? Araha. Yeah, come on. What, what can Araha do in our nation? Yeah. Hey, you know, we want to build this facility that's 10 20 million dollars. You know, the house, the um, ministries of Excite. We see, we see Northland for the for Northland, but even for our nation, you know, we're gonna. We're going to take the steps. Nothing's going to be impossible. You can't build a Boeing in one day. It takes weeks and months and years of planning. But that's all right. You have been involved. You're involved in here what God is doing, our Heavenly Father. And I'm excited about this. If this is what they can do, what can we do with our God? Nothing is impossible for them. Let's start dreaming bigger. You're not here by accident. I want to encourage you. Get fired up. Get excitement, get a fire in your belly. Come on, like Linda and John. She's getting excited over there. I'm glad I'm just preaching nice and normal. Oh, please, my brother, my sister, think about your legacy. What legacy you're leaving. Because you're writing your legacy every day. You're already doing it. Think about it. Come on. What is it? You know what it is so far but it can be far more. Amen. Or maybe you don't know what it is so far because God's working through you and you might not already see what He's doing. Sometimes we get a few years down the track and we look back and we go, wow, I didn't know you are doing that through me, Lord. So that's pretty cool, isn't it? Hallelujah. Let your actions create a legacy that inspires others to dream more, to learn more, to become more, and to do more. Glory to God. See, a legacy is not about what you did while you were here. It's about what happens when you're gone. Yeah, come on. See, that's why I'm wanting to sow my life. And Ruth wants to sow her life. We're looking at the next 30 years. We want to sow our lives, lay down our lives. We want to put our hand to the plow, not look back, because we're interested in what happens 100 years from now, yeah. not why we're here, after we're gone. What legacy do we leave? Because we leave it for eternity. It's not just in time. It's eternity. Glory to God. And they spoke about it. As I close, I am going to close. Get ready. They spoke about it. The psalmist spoke about it. All that the Lord had done in Psalm 78 and verse 4. We will not hide them from their children telling the generations to come the praises of the Lord and His strength and His wonderful works, oopsie-daisy, that He has done. <laughs> Psalm 145, uh, verse 4 says, One generation shall praise your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts. You see, what, what you leave behind is not what is engraved on your gravestone. But what you leave behind is what you have engraved in the hearts of people. Men and women, boys and girls. In my connection with people in this world, what have I been involved in? What have I been able to engrave on the hearts of people? What are you going to do with your life? And and, and what, what are you going to engrave on the hearts of your neighbours? Of your brothers and sisters? What's going to be left left there for eternity? What legacy are you going to leave? I'll just leave that hanging. A legacy of love, a legacy of faith, a legacy that lasts. Father, we just thank you for your son, our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for heaven's best. Thank you that we're picking up on the legacy that he, he left us, a new covenant. He laid down His life so that we might have eternal life and we feel that life flowing through our veins this morning. And we rejoice in the Lord and we glory in the Lord. And we thank You that we're one with Him and one with You, our Father, and we can come boldly before Your throne this morning. And we just implore You that You bless Your Word today, that the people sitting here in this seat, in these seats, Father, will leave a legacy, a legacy for eternity, that, will, uh, that they will become man and woman of renown in the kingdom of God, and that Northland will be impacted, Father. Bless every little uh, every little act, every little thought, every little dream, Father, every big dream. Bless everything we do for the honour and glory of Your name, that we might reach out through this community, that it might be Your hand that moves in us, Your Araha that moves through us and out into the community, Father. Cause us to leave a legacy of love, a legacy of faith, a legacy that will last today. Father, we pray. We're excited about this year. We pray that you'll bless all the ministries of Excite throughout this year. Bring increase, Father, we pray. And uh, Father, just we pray that people would be saved, their lives would be transformed. Father, we'll be leaving for that, for you to move, for you, Lord, to work with us. So we trust you, Lord. We honour you and we praise you. We want to finish on a note of praise because we know that praise gives birth to breakthrough and we believe for great things and breakthrough in Northland, Father. We declare that in Jesus' name. Thank you for speaking to us, Lord. Let's rise and praise our Lord. Glory to God.